Hello, and welcome to Main Street Podcast. This podcast will challenge you to actively live your faith daily. Get ready for the madness of Pastor Saver Dias and Dr. Kaylee Judge. Okay, that's hey going friends. My, hi, friends. <laughs> Are you really on? Yeah, we're on. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting. Hey, we're from home. We're in Saber's house again. We're in sub, we're in courting. Surrounded by food and a dog. Good food. Yes. Healthy, good food. Mm-hmm. Come on, don't make it sound like I have junk food. You don't. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I rated your cabinets just to see. Yeah, I don't. We don't. It's been good. You've been a great influence. If you don't know Dr. Kaylee's core nutrition plan, you do need to know. There's there's my commercial for you. <laughs> Hashtag commercial. So this word protection had, keeps coming. It came to my mind this morning because I was listening to, to today's show. Is it okay if I listen to today's show? I don't care. Oh, okay. I got to get the funnies out of the way. Okay. Because Tim Allen was being interviewed from a distance, and he said something really funny. He said some little boy looked at him and said, Mom, somebody swallowed, look at that ugly man swallowed Buzz Lightyear. No, come on, laugh. Do you get it? No. Okay. Tim Allen is the voice for Buzz Lightyear. And the little boy looked at him and said... That ugly man swallowed Buzz Lightyear. I don't think you should be a comedian when you grow up. No, I know that. I know that already, but I think that was hysterical. It was funny when he said it. It took me a long time to get it, and then all of a sudden I busted out laughing. we got to say the funny things first. I mean, maybe it'll be funny in a little bit for me. But you don't get it? I don't get it. It's not funny. Well, because Jimmy Kim, or because the little boy heard Tim Allen's voice and thought, how in the world, why does that guy sound like Tim Allen? And the natural conclusion to that, of course, is he swallowed Buzz Lightyear. You cool, s- cool story, bro. You don't get it. Mm-mm. Oh my word! Are, are you? It's kind of like James's joke. I heard a joke about coronavirus, yeah, and then you a- say, "What is it?" And then he says, "You're not going to get it." Yeah. I, Do you want to know how many times I heard that? Yeah, he's really proud of that joke. He is. Yeah, Cliff came home and told me that joke, and I said, "James is already told me that joke." <laughs> Yeah. I like the Buzz Lightyear joke. Cliff will like the Buzz Lightyear Great. joke. Great. That's probably why you're married to him. Yeah. I don't get jokes. Uh, it takes, it, yeah, it takes me a long time. But that one, I wish somebody could have been in the room when I heard it because I listened to <laughs> it. But, and then all of a sudden I bust out laughing because it was hysterical. Because I love little kid jokes, little kids' realities. I wonder what their reality is right now. God tells us to have faith like a child. I know, but I'm wondering right now if they're thinking, what in the world is going on? Like, why like, am I home? Why are my parents here? Why, why are my parents showing me attention? Why are they, <laughs> yeah. Why are they teaching me school at my house in my pajamas? Right. It's probably I, confusing. Well, the Jimmy Kimmel live show, I told you that. You need to turn your TV off. Well, no, it's, it's funny because I only watch it for like those 10 minutes in the morning and then 10 minutes at night. And they just help me to stay in that reality of space that there's something else going on besides my space and there are only two shows normally but you did see i'm sidetracked you did see what whitney sent out today on facebook right no. you did it Mm-mm. guess what hallmark's doing they're gonna start their christmas programming i'm that come on now that is a great idea because that always puts people che- that makes people cheerful Anyway, Jimmy, she's being mean today. You should see her face when I said that. Well, because we didn't come here to talk about all this crap. I know, but it's, i got to get to this point. Okay. 
because it made me almost cry. To think that America is with their families is astonishing me. It's a happy thought to me. Because Jimmy Kimmel did his show at home, and his little four-year-old daughter, I think, was actually climbing over his head and leaning down into his face while he was trying to be on camera. And his wife is the camera person. Come on. To me, that's amazing. Because I think here's somebody who's pretty popular a little bit. Most people know him. Showing the importance of family. Could this possibly be used by God to bring families closer together? Of course. That, to me, is a miracle. God works everything together for the good. I know, but that's a miracle. And we're, there's some good role models out there portraying to do this. Be with let's, your family. Yeah, let's be real. Let's. This is our real life. We don't have to get dressed up and go out into our other life. We can have life right here. Like right here in the middle of our kitchen. Drinking tea and eating the crumbs. All right. So here it is. I think our biggest insecurity is not being protected. So America is trying to protect our president of the United States and all those team members that are around him. That's the reason you gave me that. Yeah, one. because you keep pounding it on the table. So I was oh, trying to soften it. Sorry if I keep pounding my tea on the table. I'm excited about it today. It's my first experiment. Our president is trying to protect us. I admire that. I think, I think he's doing a great job. I think he is too. We might get hate mail from that. Yep. At least somebody will email us. <laughs> At least we know they're listening. I think it's people don't email us because we do such a fabulous job. Sure. That they don't have any other questions <clears throat> sure. to ask. Sure. So, last that. week we talked about being still and peace. You have a you read Psalm forty six at the end. At the end. Mm-hmm. Because we wanted to sing, but we realized that neither one of us have singing talents. <clears throat> but how do we create peace in the storm? Right? We talked about trust. Um, but then there's also a level of, like, preparedness and protection. And I was with somebody after we recorded that last episode. She's got eight kids. And... She was like, here's all these people hoarding toilet paper and yeah. hoarding food and going out and doing all whatever they're doing to be prepared. She's like, I've got eight kids and I walk into the grocery store and say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to get? She's like, I did this the other day and he said nothing. And so she's like, so I turned around and left. Wow. And so... What I admire about that is an example of her protection and preparedness doesn't come from worldly things. Right. Her protection and preparedness, the ultimate source is from God. Exactly. And that's what I think is so key because he says in Psalm 46 that God is our refuge. And so the word for refuge means my safe place, my, the place that I'm going to go to, the camp that I'm going to run to. And that camp is so much different than what might might be the what might, might be ringing in our ears, you know, when we watch the news and when we hear the news and when we hear people talking. That 
our homes right now for most people have become the refuge mm -hmm. right and so but what if the bigger covering of all of that is God because he is our refuge that's our place to run so how do we run how do we run to God because David says it over and over and over and over in Psalms God is my refuge God is my refuge God is my refuge what does that mean I love that word I do too you gonna look it up no, I was going to look something. I will, though. Okay. Because I think it's... Nothing can get in. And when you look it up, our fortress, our refuge, nothing can get into that place. No enemy can, can encamp inside the place of refuge. Nothing is allowed in there except God. So God gave me a word a few years ago about my office. He gave me three words to basically like anchor into for our space. My office, chiropractic office, is a place for healing, for hope, and refuge. That's good. And so I've been anchoring into that. So like and I but I've never actually looked the word up to like really get a sense of what it is. So looking it up in the dictionary online, whenever it comes up at I don't know what the source is. Oxford. From Oxford. Dictionary. Refuge is a condition of being safe or sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. Something providing shelter. Can you imagine that? Something being God. And nothing is allowed in your space unless God opened the door and let it in. Can I imagine that? Yeah. I hope. I can. I try to every day. Right. Um... But sometimes we go out of that, that, that realm when the news comes on, especially for most people, I would say when the news comes on, our new case breaks out or whatever, they lose that sense of God is our refuge. Yeah. So what's the line between like being informed and also having, knowing God is our refuge and our protection and our shelter? Because I think that there's a, a line of you could be ignorant about the whole situation, right? Like you just, well, they you just like nothing happens. Yeah, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. And you're just wandering around like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Like it's all okay. Or there's a level of, okay, what is actually happening in our world right now? Because it's not just the United States. Mm -hmm. well, it's the whole, it's entire. The whole entire world. Mm -hmm. One planet. We're all in this together. Yes. First time I can ever imagine that every single country, every single thing in the whole world is connected in this manner. Has at least one thing in common. I know. Isn't that odd? I think I, yeah, even when I was doing those videos yesterday, I told you that that's the only time I can ever remember after 10 years of doing them that I can relate to the whole world. This message can relate to every single person. So where's the line of being informed in a sense of, I know what's going on, but I still know where my protection and my pro provision and everything comes from versus I hear people talking about what's going on, but I'm not caring at all. Do you so, know what I'm trying to, that's not coming okay. out. How no, I, I know, to. I think I know what you're saying. There's, what's the difference between being a wise person and a foolish person? And I think you just defined it. In the uh, world that we live in. You did a good job, by the way. Was it? Yeah. Okay, because it's kind because of Because I think there's so some experts it. up there. 
that do know more about this than we claim to know. There are experts, people that have studied. Come on, there are. There are expert people that have studied what this corn. What's it called? Corona. Corona. Oh, let's call it COVID. COVID nineteen virus looks like the effects that it has on people. They've gathered information. They've studied it. They know it. You know, it's it's still developing though, because now I hear the younger generation is getting it somewhat. Who knows? But we do know that it has certain effects, symptoms on our body. We do know those things. Mm -hmm. And they do know what helps prevent some of that. They do know. Those are things they know. So to make our, to look at that and hear that information and then to say, D -d dismiss it, is a foolish person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because... If they're saying isolation is the best and hand washing, hand washing is always a good idea. What were we doing before this? How unsanitary were we? I don't it's have any idea. Crazy. Yeah. It's like blowing my mind. Yeah. But social distancing. But if it's airborne, social distancing, that's why I think they think it's best for us to stay behind closed doors. So... As a wise person that wants to listen to the voice of God, the knowledge of what God is providing to us and then acting upon it is wisdom. So is it is it unwise or foolish to say, I understand that this is happening, but God is my protector, so I'm going to go walk around and do whatever I want for all in the fields. Okay, I thought about this already. So you mean go up and... I'm going to go to the stores. I'm going to go hold a stranger's hand. I'm going to go sneeze on somebody. I'm going to go sit in a coffee shop, even though they told me not to. I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it say, don't put the Lord our God to the test? Didn't, didn't the enemy come after, after Jesus the same way? And Jesus said, don't put the Lord your God to the test. You know, why would we test God in matters of what we already know? He's making knowledge pretty, pretty, I think it's been very clear. I mean, you'd have to, and so why would we test God in it? Yes, this is what people are saying. Yes, God, you're my refuge. But I understand that because you're my refuge, I can do as I darn well please. You know what I'm, yeah. And so isn't that testing God? Uh, yeah, it is. So what does God say about that? Don't put the Lord our God to the test. I don't think we need to be paranoid, though. There's a difference between being wise in what he's telling us to do and also being paranoid. So I think there's a healthy balance, but I don't think... It doesn't seem like God's calling us to be foolish. A foolish man builds his house upon the what? that song wise man built his house upon the rock foolish man built his house upon the sand you know the lack of understanding the lack of knowledge the conversation i was telling Does you guys mean, about yeah is so, that what you were saying yeah so the okay. conversation i was having about the the woman that went to the store and turned around and she she continued on saying the canned foods are going to run out eventually the toilet paper is going to run out eventually i'm going to have to go back and get more things eventually. And 
which I agree with that. And, and so where she's saying that from is like, why am I being put into a state of panic when my God told me not to be put into a state of panic? Right. She's like, I'm still staying home. Mm-hmm. I'm social distant. I'm listening to what leadership has said. But then she also is like, if, if you're listening to a leader that's not under God's leadership, Yep, the authority of the Lord, right? You know, so, and then, and then, okay, so, where's the Christians that are, like, why aren't we standing up against this virus, or against this thing, or against these principalities, and claiming authority over that? I think there's a lot of people doing that, don't you think? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a lot of people not doing that, too. Right, they're bowing to the, the fear. They're staying home, keeping their Bible shut, mm-hmm. keeping their praying hands apart. Right. When we should be the mighty so, social distancing their praying hands. They're social distancing themselves from God. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good sign. Yeah, when this could be the mo- the best opportunity that we have to shine before others. Cuz I don't feel I don't feel stressed. I don't either. You keep asking me the last few days like are you okay with all this? Is, is everything okay? I'm like I'm well, fine. because you like, guys haven't shut down yet. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. It's fine. Right. But you're also practicing wise principles. Correct. So that's what I'm talking about. Right. That's what you're ta- uh, talking about. <clears throat> like you could have not put anything into force. Just to be stubborn. Because I really don't believe that I'm going to get the corona or that it's going to be, like it's not even in my wheelhouse. Right. But there are a lot of people coming in my doors that are afraid. Like legitimately afraid so we've got to bring peace into other people's chaos too that's exactly what i think our one of our major roles is right now is to be the peacemakers to be the peace and then direction too okay so how do you overcome fear you overcome fear with with action with plan with Mm -hmm. with truth of okay so yeah i'm fearful of this i'm i don't want to touch things i want to high five i don't want to hug i don't want to this i don't want to that Okay, so how do we first calm your fears to get you in the door? Okay, we're going to spray everything down. Right. Right, we're going to social distance everybody. And we don't wobble no more. N- nothing. Um, but the most important thing is that you get reconnected to the source inside of your body so that your body can go on and heal, boost your immune system 200%. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your game plan at home? Is it time to neglect the your home care exercises? Is it time to co- neglect nutritious food? Is it time to neglect... Um, exercise is it time to neglect these things no I think it's time for us to pour into that stuff I think that if we took a two week hiatus from the world I mean there's no restaurants for people to go sit at and get 16 appetizers two meals and Mm -hmm. a dessert to go Um, so we don't have that they can still order it and do it I understand that but but I think there's less of an opportunity for people to be, be gluttonous so I think we could take this two-week opportunity and, and come out one of two ways. We can come out sicker than ever before because we just sit there and ate and didn't move and didn't do anything. Or what if we like started to become Great. intentional about our health, started to become mm-hmm. intentional about our, our time in the Word, started to become intentional about the things that we've put on the back burner, and we come out two weeks later, three weeks later, one month later, two months later. I don't know how long this is going to be, but all of a sudden it's like, well, we have a healthy world. Well, you know, as you're saying... Mentally, spiritually, and... Well, and could this be exactly what God is... The prescription God wrote to help um, to help the world to understand that your health does matter mm-hmm. and that your life with, with God matters. 
I can't think of any better way to do it. Yeah. I'm not God, but I can't think of any better way to do it than to say, let's pay attention to what we're doing because this this virus is really affecting those who have pre consisting pre existing conditions. And I'm not talking bad about those mm-hmm. people because some of that they they couldn't have helped. Yeah. But what if we don't want to have a pre existing condition? Right. Such as like diabetes and heart issues. And we took this season to really focus in. Because that's the reality, is that people are, were sicker than ever before, before this thing came. I know those sicker than ever before people are the ones that are getting hurt, and now the rest of us are. Mm-hmm. And I'm not coming off as like a, yeah. like, we're paying for your mistakes. That's not my, that's not where my heart or my intentions are. What I am saying, though, is that we can't change the past. Right. We can't, like, it's, it's done. We can change the right here, right now, as we move into the future. Right. So, okay, so there's people that are sick and, and immunosuppressed. Why are they sick and immunosuppressed? It could be possibly because of the foods they're eating. Lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's work on this next month, two month, three months, and, and work on lifestyle. Right. Change the way we view and manage our healthcare. Isn't that wise? I think so. Because yeah. once that... When, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you're if you're healthy in one area, you you're essentially going to be healthy in other areas too. Mm-hmm. So preparedness, protection, protection. You get protection. I do. This. Yes, I get that. Because I see people hurting and sick and broken mm-hmm. before this even even happened, and like we've been preaching about heart disease and cancer killing it. You know, taking our lives too quickly. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. out of six people are dying of heart disease or cancer, but yet mm-hmm. nobody's put anybody in quarantine. Five that's, out of six people. That's, that's like 83% of people. Isn't that crazy? But what about if we stopped it? Exactly. And I think, could this be the season to stop? I hope. I'm like, hopeful. Hey, I'm hopeful. The healthier people aren't the ones getting the sick. Getting and even this. if they do, they are fighting it off. Right. They're fighting it off quicker. Yes. So I think that that to me is wisdom. That, that would speak to me and say, okay, so I do want to have a more productive, healthier life. What can I do in this season to protect myself from any other viruses that I might get in the future? Yeah, I think the time is now that, mm-hmm. that we recognize this stuff and say, okay, I've been skipping the part in the Bible where it says to honor my body because mm-hmm. my body is the temple of the Lord's. You know, that that's another one I'll get passionate on because I think that too many churches and too many people skip over that verse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Too many pastors, too many congregations think it's a joke. Oh, it's okay. The same God that, you know, I'm going to get cancer and I'm going to pray it away because God's all, almighty and all powerful. And it's like, well, that's ignorant to yeah. me. Well, that's foolish. Yeah. That's what scripture would say about that. There's so been that would be so no... many scientific facts that have proven that some food for you is terrible. Yes. Absolutely terrible. Yes. Scientifically. Yes. You know, and yet we still grab them from the shelves and put them in our cart. Boy, we went someplace that's very touchy with you. Sorry. No, I love it. I love it. I just think that we can capitalize on where we're at right now. Yeah. And and still remain in a good sense of being honorable and respectful for those around us, mm-hmm. taking advantage of what's been given like I, I think we can look at this as a gift so if we respect. look at God as being our refuge that means I can sit and, and have my 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 private time and my quiet time with God and, and refresh my soul 
and at the same time put my hand in the Dorito bag? No. I don't think so. Okay. I don't. I, I mean, if God is truly our refuge and our source of strength. I think Doritos were made to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going to go down that rabbit rabbit trail. You know how many rabbit trails I've been going down lately? Like, well, there's stuff that, like, there's Doritos and chemicals. How about a, and, I can open up a bottle of Coke then, too. Yeah, no. I don't think You know so. what I'm saying? I'm thinking this is the season. Let's think about it. I know. Healthcare is out there really huge right now. Mm-hmm. What if we turn this season into reinventing? Because we've already had to change our lifestyles drastically. Correct. There's a lot. Suddenly, of everyone's cooking dinners for each other again. Oh, yeah. Well, not everybody. Some. Some are still going through the golden arches. Yeah, but it's not as busy as it no, was. Like I breakfast, that. too. Mm-hmm. Every morning when I drive by to go to work, it's usually yeah. a line. And packed. It's there and Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts all always have a line. So there's a sense of paranoia that even maybe those workers might have this disease and I don't want to pass. I don't. Or know. they're home making breakfast for their family. Right, but what if that happened all the time and it was right. health? I mean, the thought of I'm, health. Foods. I'm with you. Um, that could be God's way of refuge. That could be a refuge way. Mm-hmm. You know that the only thing loud in. Our dome, our dome of where we live and the spaces that we live are foods that would bring nutrition into our bodies. Yeah, like I don't walk in fear of a virus because I've prepared my body mm-hmm. to fight it off. Now, if I was somebody who neglected their health, you're darn right, I would be a little bit scared. Right. But I'm not afraid of it. Right. But that's also doesn't give me a, an open window to start going and eating a whole bunch of nasty stuff. Or and, to not wash your hands. Or not wash my hands or whatever. Like put, put any unhealthy thing on the list and I'm not going to go do that now because I've done so good for this long. You've been wise. You know, I think that's where we can kind of get that picture from. Like mm-hmm. even in, in our faith. Like we're called to lean on God and he is our refuge well how do you how does he become your refuge you prepare your body how do you prepare your body you renew your mind every single day by getting in the word you renew your spirit refresh your spirit by getting in the word you know it's battle ready renew your mind refine your body (laughs) refresh your spirit right and you're battle ready right but if you're not in this season with those assurances is it too late that, yeah, that's what I, I was going to go so. next. Because some people might be listening to us and say, well, I eat junk food and I don't read my Bible. Okay, we'll change it. Yeah. and Because the only food here, that's left is the healthy stuff. That's why Dr. Keely and I are here is to help encourage and strengthen Go to the you. grocery store and look at it, what food is left on the shelves. I know. The health food stores it's are all awesome. the healthy stuff. Yeah. We didn't Weird. have any problem finding organic chicken. Weird, right? Right. No, I think it's it, it's symbolic. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's sad to me. Yeah. So. So America. Are we going to change? Or world. What, can, what are the first few steps that we could take? Well, first thing, I mean, you can start getting in the Word in three seconds. You yeah. can download an app. It's called the Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app. You can start reading different devotionals and studies and all the stuff right there. Or go buy a Bible from the bookstore online, there's one. Okay, but here's what I'm going to play the devil, devil's advocate because I hear this all the time. Well, that just doesn't um, 
I, I, I just, there's no meaning to it. Yeah, because you so, never gave it a shot. <laughs> okay. That's Dr. Kaylee talking here. I'm going <laughs> to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> we, we hit her hot topic, I think. Sorry. No, you don't need I'm to be very, sorry. Very, you guys know this about me already. Probably I'm very black and white. Yes, and very truthful. And either, which is good. Either is or it isn't. Yes. Right? Like, right. And you're very compassionate. Here's the thing, though. Is you like, care like about people, though. I do. You care I about really, people. really, truly, 100% do. And I know that we can make proper decisions and choices, but I feel like there's a lot of excuses attached to things. Right. Like, that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for you because you actually, you, you bought the Bible, but you never opened it up. Just right. because you have the Bible doesn't mean you're getting anything from it. Right. You bought the healthy food and then it rotted away in your refrigerator because you never made a recipe with it and never ate it. That's right. And it doesn't taste as good as my So you food. tell them what their steps are since I'm going on a rampage. <sighs> I need a break. She needs a break. Do you need a break? Yeah. <laughs> so I think one of the first steps, though, is this relationship part that we've been talking about. You know, having a relationship with, with Jesus is significant. You know, so when I come to the Bible... I come to it as a letter written for me. Read the Psalms. To me, the oh, Psalms. I'm in the Psalms right now, and it is so relevant. There's yeah. a if you do oh, get the, yes. if you get the if you don't have a Bible or if you want to get the U version Bible app, there's a Psalms like devotional. You get like four or five Psalms to read a day. Oh wow! And you get through it in like 31 days or something. There's also a devotion called Break Time. That walks through each psalm. And our friend Pastor Sabra, Path, Reverend Pastor Sabra. <laughs> right, I write it, but there's also videos. So if you don't understand it, and or you can't use that excuse because then the video's right there that helps explain, and not explain it, but puts it into living action. Yeah. So there's no excuse. That'll be in the link to the Main Street Ministries stuff yeah. in the podcast notes. Yeah, you can get Main Street Podcast, or Main, excuse me. But it's so, break time. it's so... I mean, when, when were the Psalms written? I am uh, in the Bible forever ago, right? But they're relevant, even the one it's I was talking so about. So relevant, I know, because his enemies look different than our enemies, but we still have the enemy. We have the enemy of fear for most of us chasing us right now. You know, or feeling unprotected, or unsafe, or insecure. You know, because this is going to get me, and so people go there. Do you think it's this this fear thing is is like bringing up like a Kind of like people are like doing this self check a little bit. You know what I'm saying? No, go ahead. Like, we were just talking about like how I'm not afraid because of the virus because I've prepared my body. Right. So, do you think some people are a little bit fearful because they're unprepared spiritually? Oh, well, if you're prepared spiritually, I mean, like, ready with hope in your heart. Death wouldn't fear. You wouldn't be afraid. Right. So the root of the fear is probably... Death, for one. That, yeah, but death. but also like regret even. Mm-hmm. But like friends, things. I think we've been pushed. I think the button of restart has been pushed. Reset. Reset. Restart. I like restart, though. I like reset. Okay, you do reset. I'll do restart. Because I like starts. I like to start over. Not this podcast, but I'd like to start over. We did do that last week, though. Yeah, we did. We left one out, and it's coming, but it's heavy. We're going to do Judas sometime. Who wants to talk about Judas? Not in this season. 
Because I think this season is a season of let's refresh, resetting, reset, restart, <laughs> whatever you, whatever word that you want to renew, use. refine, refresh. I Get battle God ready. Is, I think God is calling you into a deeper place with Him. All of us, no matter where we are on the on our in our life with Christ, God is is right there pulling us in to a deeper, deeper, deeper relationship. So if I'm listening to this and I'm like, so how do I get prepared? Because well, I'm, I don't want I'm, people to feel I'm hope, extremely hopeless because yeah, they're, so how do we, they're not reading their Bible and eating Doritos and drinking Coke. Yeah. We still love you. And so does God. God actually loves you more than we do. Yeah. Believe it or not. And that's probably a great thing. Mm-hmm. But I do, do think God has given us a voice to speak into Correct. the world. So I'm thinking, what is the first step? We talked about this already. Your relationship with God is obviously is the first step. But practicing what God is trying to put into you. Put into practice what God is, is putting in. So if he says and think in seasons like this that he is your refuge, practice God being your refuge. What that means is when you hear the news, when you hear the things that are going on, instead of elevating them in your mind, practice the presence of God by allowing God's words to be the words that guide your thoughts and heart so that means you have to protect what you're listening to you have to protect what you're hearing you have to protect yourself emotionally from going into the into this thing with fear practicing the presence of god i say that all the time i know i do that's good but it's so true because we can practice the presence of the world and which is chaos and it's hysteria and it's right disorder and that's not what God is. God is not to a do. peace. God is not a God of confusion. He's not a God of chaos. He's not a God, a God of disorder. Yeah. And invite- you sent a text the other day, yesterday, about this podcast, and you said, "Why, as a title, why some watch the waves, and some walk into it." Hmm. I sent that out. You did. Hmm. Why is that? You know, I always feel sorry for Peter because he gets the bad rap. Yeah. He was the one that's, this is, he stepped out of the boat. He always gets the bad rap. Well, he was foolish to step out of the boat. No, Peter wasn't foolish. The rest of them sitting in the boat were foolish. Because they were, they thought that their refuge was the boat. But, But I think what Peter learned is, because when the hand of Jesus reached out and grabbed him, that God is his refuge. Not the boat. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so the minute Peter started looking at the waves, the minute Peter started listening to the news, he started sinking. Hmm. I meant as matter, not just listening. I'm, I'm talking about really meditating, listening, letting it overcome his mind and his heart, his space, to where he started sinking. But that's exactly the place I think Jesus is reaching down right now and pulling us out. Say, look at me. Look at me. Yes, I see the waves. He's never intimidated by the waves, never has been. He's, he's over it all. But, man, I think Peter is an amazing example of how to do this life right now. Let's get out of the boat. Let's quit putting our refuge in things that seem... Jesus didn't need the boat to keep him alive. No. <laughs> you know... But let's quit putting our refuge, our safe place in things that are, oh, good grief, what's the word? 
that aren't that the Lord's putting before us. He's asking us to seek him first. Put your eyes on me. Well, it's like uh, when the Israelites got released from Egypt. They went out into where? The wilderness? Yeah, the wilderness. Were they hungry? Yes. Were they, I read about were this they today. thirsty? Yes, and God provided it all. Yeah, but did they complain before? Did oh, they have, my word. Did they have I just read hysteria? this today because they were getting tired of manna. So they started whining because they wanted meat. And God God was uh, upset with them until Moses Moses complained then. Why did you give me all these people to take care of? <laughs> Can you imagine Trump has probably done that a few yeah. times? Don't you think? Yeah. All these whining people. Whew. Disclaimer on that one. No, I, it's, I know. It's good. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I mean, because... But I think that's where we're at because, like, why are we trusting... The big box stores, mm-hmm. like, why aren't we just praying for toilet paper to rain from heaven? That's funny. I don't know. Do you they think, were totally can, dependent can he, upon God. Can though. he do it? Well, absolutely. Okay. But some people would say that's not wise because God has already provided the toilet paper through the grocery store. You yeah, know. but it's scarce. Okay, so if, um, if we, two loaves, five fish. Right. Go feed these thousands of people. Right. He can still do that. Won't he do it? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And he did it. He even provided the meat while they were complaining and whining. So. I think he did it more for Moses than he did to them. Yeah. I, I don't know. So that that's the same God we still serve. Right. He never changed. His love never fails. It never gives up. It never runs out on us. Right. So it sounds like a song. Love never fails, never, never gives up, and never, never runs out on me. us. Okay. But that's true. That was not bad. No, probably sounded terrible, but... <laughs> You're welcome. Our hearts are right. But I think that's so true. So I don't think God is, like, if you're scared. I don't I don't think that there... I don't think he's condemning No, he wants fear. to help. He wants to help. He wants you to recognize your fear and point mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Abide in him. Seek and him. let him show you how to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord, what do you want me to have? You know, I'm prepared. Yeah. I'm prepared with my body. I'm prepared at my home. I'm not right. overly prepared, but I am prepared. You didn't take more than what was needed. No, I didn't. Yeah. But you have. I have things. Right. Plenty. In case something does happen, yeah. greater happen, Who greater knows? happenings. And if it doesn't, guess what I get to do? Give it away. Give it away. Right. Donate. Mm-hmm. So where's that heart of yours? You know, oh, where was I going with that? But I think it's wise to prepare. You started out with that. Yeah, I think it is wise to prepare, knowing that he is a God. You know, let him tell you what to what to go and get. Let yeah. him tell you what to have. And do it in a calm state. Mm-hmm. I remember last week when this all started going down and people were coming into the office like, there's no toilet paper anywhere. And, and I wasn't really even paying attention. I was just really ignorant to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. just go to the store and get toilet paper. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I thought the same thing. Yeah. And then you sent me a text and then a couple other people sent me a text. And I was like, well, we only have like two rolls of toilet paper left. So, so did, that's all we had too. So we got to get moving on this. This is the thing. 
And so then I went in and experienced the chaos. Mm -hmm. And I think that once you get a taste of the chaos, it kind of like bubbles up a little bit of fear in you in that moment. Right. Um, I didn't buy anything in the store that day that I went in there. I would. Well, there wasn't anything. There wasn't anything that I would buy. But then also it was just like, like there was a weird feeling. Like where's our, where's our. It was a fear. uh, It was a feeling. You could feel the scarcity. You could feel the fear. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's I, a spirit. I don't feel it now. I don't. I do feel that something is shifting. Something shifted, but I still there's still there's still something over a lot of people I that we people need to break are, off. Yes, I think people are happy and content to be home. Yeah. I mean, even working from home. I'm working from home. That's sad. I'm not. I know. I'm on the front lines. I know you are. I'll be in the office tomorrow, but for the most part, I'm working from home. That's okay. Our services are closed. I had a lot of conversations with a lot of different people uh, after we recorded last week's episode about um, God getting rid of little G-gods. Oh, yeah. So I had like three conversations with people. I mean, that was only two days ago that we recorded last week's episode. Oh, and it airs today. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Talking about the little gods. Yeah, and so the 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 entertainments and now there's now so so the entertainments, the bars, the restaurants, all these things. Now I'm seeing that their liquor stores are starting to close. Oh, really? And so now we're getting rid of another thing. Wow! Like what are? Isn't that amazing? An uproar. But even I I had a lot of people come into my mind of like, oh, maybe we're going to break some chains here. It would be awesome if you couldn't buy alcohol. I could think of some people that would be awesome. Yes. But I'm thinking, the all the little G's are gone. You're right. God's getting rid of them. Rid of them. Even the little G of food. Yes. Because food is a god too. Let's be honest. I know he is. Mm -hmm. Our time is a god. What we do with our time. Social media is going to go away for a little bit, too, I bet. You think so? Sure. What would people media. do? The internet? If the internet shut down right now, what would people do? It would be great. Oh, I think it would be kind That's of... That's a whole other another topic. It is a whole other topic. It is. So what can you do for protection right now? Run into the refuge of God. We talked about Seek it. God. Keep like, your... truly... Even if, even if you're talking to him in the shower or you're talking to him in your car or you're mm-hmm. talking to him. That's about the only place you can go. Where, wherever, you, <laughs> wherever you're at. Like, where, if there's a moment and it's like, God, like, what do you want me to do? Like, how, show me how you're going to protect my family. I want to trust you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I've neglected that for such a long time. Right. And that's, that's a good, honest place to be. Yeah. I mean, God isn't intimidated by your honesty. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, that's where God works, is in our truthfulness. He can't work if you're not vulnerable and true. If you're saying, oh, I don't need to do this, or I, I, you know, if you're in that place where you're thinking, this isn't about food, you girls missed it. Or if you're in this place, this isn't about my quiet time with God. I'm already, I've already got that. But yet, maybe it's a really good time to be humble. <laughs> say I don't have it all together yeah and man Lord teach me teach me what I need to learn in this season that's my prayer what do I need to learn about you and your provision and what you want to teach me careful 
Yeah. But you ask, because he will answer. Oh, I know. Yeah. And he'll show you. Yeah. And then it comes a time of like, like the woman I was talking about, Lord, what do you want me to buy? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I have myself and my husband and eight children at home. I'm not enough. I know. <laughs> That's enough. That I would know. Be... So go yeah. home. Yeah. I've got you. Right. Like, have that. And to, the, when she was telling that story, I was like, to have the And she, I was at her house, and she was pointing at the pantry, and she's like, it's not overflowing. Wow. So she had, she, somebody brought over eight, six rolls of toilet paper or something a couple days ago. That would probably she, make it through a week. And she was like, okay, thanks. Like, but. Mm-hmm. Is she being wise? Yes, very. Like very, she's mm-hmm. she's very wise. It's, she's not being. Oh, I'm not judging it. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, this she is. is. She's being sincere before. Yes, God. that's amazing. It's cool. It was. It's. She's. Yeah, I want you to actually meet her. She's a. I would love to meet her. I'd love to meet people that are in the process with us mm-hmm. as brothers and sisters in Christ. We're all in this together, by the way. You know, this isn't. Dr. Keeley and I don't have all those things figured out. No, and there's moments where we get, we get we get freaked out, but it's like okay, who's who's surrounding you to mm-hmm. say okay, let's change the yeah focus of the beam and let's go back into you're right. Let's figure this out together. I think that's that's what I'm learning, doing this life together. But I'm certain, beyond certain, that God is saying, "Can I do it with you too?" I want to be. I want to be there with you too. I want to sit in the middle of your conversations. I want. I want to show myself to you. And I think God is doing that so powerfully right now. You know, I want to. Show There's myself. a song. Uh, he is jealous for me. He is jealous for me. Crowder. David Crowder. Mm-hmm. Just I would go listen, listen to yeah, that that's song. A good song. That like puts. Mm. Yeah, and God isn't bringing this to harm us. Mm-mm. And even Trump is talking about that. Like we're all going to be okay. Yeah, he's been. A You're very, protected. Very, very good leader. You're strong. We're, we're, not we're, we're okay. Claiming a, a political party. No, because I, I don't think we need to. I think that you know we're called as Christians to pray for our leadership. We're called to mm-hmm. honor them. We're called to not be disrespectful for that. Right. So that's you know put podcast. yourself put yourself in that shoe. Yeah, like I you can't go imagine. make these decisions. I I don't know if I could do it. No, I can't. You know, imagine. so and, he, and and so whether he's making every right decision or he's made some mistakes along the way, mm-hmm. where's the grace that we've been given? Or even our our governor. You know, we're in the state of Illinois. You know, I listened to him talk and thought, man, the pressure even he's even under. You know, and I'm sure people are criticizing him left and right, but I I just pray. I don't think our position right now is to be critical. No, it takes people. way too much energy. I think our position right now is to be prayerful. Mm-hmm. I think our position right now is to be resourceful mm-hmm. to other people. Like maybe you're the one that's got the resources, and God's like, you need to go give your. What if somebody? What if God told you to give your toilet paper? I think I said this on the last one. Give mm-hmm. your toilet paper away to somebody else. Okay. You know, like yeah. have that kingdom mindset. If you have a kingdom mindset. There's like this world, yeah, doesn't there's, shake you. No, because I always <clears throat> what brings me the greatest comfort is this didn't catch God by surprise. Right, He's my refuge. He's my source of strength. He's who I go to, and none of this is thought. He didn't just decide to wake up and think, "Oh wow, 
I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, he already knew it. He never went to sleep. Yeah. That's it. So he's he has us, friends. He has us in the palm of his hands. He's taking care of us. You know, there's not... He knows. He knows the next step. He knows exactly what's going to happen. So can we just rest in that? How much time have we been doing this for? How many minutes have we been on this? 48 minutes. Oh, wow. So what else do you want to say? We just should pray. Okay. You got you got a verse you want to read? I just want to read that Psalm 46 because it's so appropriate to where we are. God is our refuge. I'll just read this one. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present. Think about that. Help in trouble. He's present with you. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. So, Lord, I thank you that you're, you're asking us, you're, you're showing us that you are our ever-present help. I pray, Father God, that through the words that Kaylee and I spoke, that there will be an encouragement, a source of strength to bring people to this ever-increasing awareness that you are with them. Lord, I pray that you'll pour down in their living rooms, in their cars, or wherever they're at, the message that you are with them, that they can enjoy and be still right now. Thank you that you are a refuge. Thank you that you are our source of strength. Thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. I just saw a massive wave of peace. Yeah, I feel it. Coming over people today as we were praying. Um, Love it. Just lean. feel, Let yourself feel his presence. Yeah, let it go. Imagine if you just let go of that. Mm -hmm. Anything that hinders needs to go. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. Yes, we, um, love you. we hope this blessed you. If it did, share it. Send it. Yes, please share. Tag it. Do something. Yeah. Reach out to us. Or Tell us hi. Or yell at us. Either way. Yeah. We love you. Peace. Bye.